Welcome to our joint venture between The Awakening and Mind Wars. You'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We're both on BitChute and YouTube, and we have uh, Facebook as well. So, hey, Chris, how's the farm? Absolutely fantastic yourself, Roy. Wonderful. Wonderful. wonderful, wonderful Looking yeah. forward to getting uh, it, uh, the year to end. Exactly. And another one that's going to be more doom and gloom ahead as the, the elites have planned out for us without our consent as usual. So, yeah, interesting times. What an interesting year it was. And uh, another one in 2020, uh, one just to come around the corner. So I know that uh, you've been uh, looking into J and J, Johnson Johnson. Yeah, a small bit. I mean, uh, you say you generally don't have to look for too far for these big farmers. And of course, they're ever more evident these days with the, the vaccines and all that going around, the massive talk about pharmaceutical companies all around the world. But only recently there was a, an article done, um, I think I believe it was in November time, where Johnson & Johnson um, were basically for, to the fine tune of $120 million US dollars. Um, they were found uh, guilty by a judge in order to pay that amount of money to a woman um, that had been using Johnson & Johnson's baby powder to talc for, she reckons, over 50 years. And she says that that has uh, been the cause of her cancer. And uh, her husband as well was uh, involved, and that's the money she got over. Of course, Johnson & Johnson are going to go back on the case, and they said there was loopholes, and this wasn't right, and that wasn't right, and so on and so on. But uh, the judge has ordered Johnson & Johnson to pay this woman 120 mil that they, they basically said that they found um, asbestos in the, in the talc powder, powder. And that's what they've been finding since you know, the 1970s until, I think, around the early 2000s, they said. That's what they've been finding inside it, and they said... They found it more than one occasion, and I can leave an article uh, for people to read in the description below. But uh, you know, that's the beautiful Johnson and Johnson. So um, yeah, another household name. I had read that before, and I'd seen details yeah. on that. So they've been known for doing that. So there's a lot oh, of people notorious. suffered from that. And like the sad part is, a lot of people they use that talcum powder from their babies. Exactly. Like people have to stop trusting pharmaceutical companies because, you know, we've shown it in different shows with different guests, how, you know, the whole lot, it's corruption. It's sick what they actually do. So, you know, the money doesn't help like finding them. They should be shut down. You know, you need to form an ethical pharmaceutical company. That's not on the stock exchange because unfortunately a lot of people are actually putting their shares into this. They're buying the shares, their, their pensions are in it you know you need to change that because how can you know you're funding the bad boys basically you need to you know watch where your dollars are going exactly i mean uh big farm was never ever about health it's always about profit over health and that's the key area people need to realize and like you're saying you know the johnson johnson baby powder that talcum powder has been in nearly every household uh i know from back in ireland england and places like that any across the world it's not just those places it's like a household name that a lot of people have trusted over the years that they always verify that and go for the the johnson and johnson not to know that um johnson johnson had asbestos uh inside in their talcum powder and that this judge found uh them guilty of it leading to uh this woman's uh cancer and many many other cases around the world as well so uh as you say, yeah, not another big pharma company that's not ethical. Um, I've yet to see one that is uh, ethical. Yeah. And um, like I know we saw uh, like the, the nurse that actually collapsed uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, from taking the injection. And just something that I saw is um, the fact checkers came up with the post that was on it. And they were kind of, the messages were a bit different, but one of it was funny, like basically saying she had an underlying condition that when she feel, feels pain, she faints. And that's the fact checkers. So yeah. I can actually send you the video for that. I mean, it's silent. I just recorded the, the four different fact checkers and they all had kind of different, uh, they didn't stick to the same facts. 
So yeah. that just even shows how they operate. And uh, I know that there was some other uh, nurse, well, alleged nurse. I mean, at this yeah. stage, it's very hard, but you've seen something as well. Uh, yeah, I've seen the it there that um, it was a girl over in the United States, um, Tennessee, and she's, well, she's claiming to be a registered nurse. Maybe she is, maybe she isn't. There's so many conflicting videos going on about it. There's so many people saying that a lot of nurses are going on and just doing this and they say it's a hoax. But this girl, you know, she's saying it from her mouth herself. I can't prove that she's she's not a registered nurse. And uh, yeah, she's basically over in the States and I have a little minute uh, or so video of it and she verifying this herself and the, the claim that we were saying um, that she is. But basically after, after getting the vaccine, um, she said she felt fine at first. And then approximately three days later, she went to the doctor and uh, all her face was paralyzed at one side. So she got Bell's palsy. And that Bell's palsy seems to be ringing in our ears a lot uh, recently between the trials they done with the COVID vaccine and people afterwards, one of the common denominators that uh, a lot of these nurses and these people are getting after it is the Bell's palsy. So it's, it seems to be creeping in quite a bit and we're still at the very, very early stages um, of this you know, COVID-19 uh, vaccine. So that's interesting. But I'll, I'll just play the video for uh, viewers to see for themselves what she had to say in her own words. Hi, I am a registered nurse in Nashville, Tennessee, and my name is Kalila Mitchell. I'm reaching out to everyone about the COVID-19 vaccination. I recently took the COVID-19 vaccination. After the shot, I felt fine, but within three days, I went to the doctor because I had problems with my face. The whole left side of my face, actually, um, I have Bell palsy now, and as you can see, I can't smile. I'm trying to smile. I'm just kind of embarrassing for me. But I just want everyone to know that I think this vaccination is the worst thing ever. And I would not give this to anybody, even my worst enemy. Please, America, they do not care about us. Do not take this vaccination. Uh, just uh, what I saw as well during the week, and I put it up um, on my Facebook page, is they were showing the CDC, which is the American Institute that shows the, the amount of uh, flus this year and last year, and they kind of have the green zones, which are nice and okay, safe, and the red zones, which are dodgy. So if you look at 2019, you could see the whole American nation, you know, going close to red. But amazing, 2020 is everything is green, nice and green. You know, it's amazing how the flu has disappeared when uh, COVID has uh, jumped out of the television screen, scaring the bejesus out of people, isn't it? Exactly. That, that's an interesting one. I mean, even um, there's a video I think you showed me, or one the guy showed me a few weeks ago, actually over in Ireland. And the news presenter had said, he didn't say it's a miracle, but he said, no, flu has pretty much disappeared. It's great. Nobody's asking the questions to why the flu just miraculously disappears. Just, oh, it disappeared. No more talk about it. Here in England, they've said uh, in many reports, they said there's at least over 70%, I believe it's a lot, uh, a lot more. They said over 70% um, of the flu is gone this year. We're down over 70%, in other words, of uh, flu cases this year. And, you know, pretty much that's a miracle, isn't it? So it's kind of, if you see the graphs, and we know there's so many different graphs, one can be lying and one can be positive, depending on who's behind the graph as well, of course. But uh, you don't want someone like Neil Ferguson, of course, behind the, the, that graph or uh, you're, you're in no man's land after that. But the graph, it's funny because the flu um, starts to go down this year. But as soon as the rate of the flu going down, 
the COVID-19 starts to go up at the ver- pretty much uh, almost identical, the very same rate. So that's interesting um, how that has materialized. So we, like we know about uh, Portugal and the PCR test that the courts kind of voted that they, you know, they weren't actually true and don't work. But unfortunately in Spain, it's not the same thing. So you have a bit of information on what's going on with the, the Spanish. Yeah. Well, in, in Spain is, is the situation with the, the one you're referring to, obviously, was the Portugal um, situation. And they deemed it in court. The judge threw it out and pretty much said that, you know, why are we quarantining our people when the PCR test is inaccurate? As we've went through multiple times, you know, the inaccuracy of it. And it's not fit for purpose. But in Spain, they've just rolled out the vaccine the last couple of days. And they basically said that, um, you know, like other countries, it's not mandatory. You can come and get it at your own will. But the clause in it is that when it's your turn and you're asked to get the, you know, the COVID-19 vaccine, and if you refuse it, um, we're going to register you basically saying that you've refused it and we're going to hold you on a database. Now, I can leave an article in the description below for people to read themselves, but they don't go into very much detail as to why um, they want to know actually why as well. And that if you refuse it, you're entitled to refuse it, but they want to know why. And then put that down on the registry system over the, with the Spanish authorities for what? Some nefarious uh, ways, of course, down the line again, that you're not going to remain anonymous. So that's interesting what they are doing. But at the end of the day, I'd say people is like, well, I won't be going to you, um, you know, saying that I, I'm in or I'm out or that. I just won't be partaking any part in your system got to do with COVID-19 vaccines. I want to give you any reasons. I don't have to give you any reasons as to why I will not be taking a vaccine. So unless there's some different draconian Spanish authority rules over there that I'm unaware of, but um, people should be open to their own body integrity, what they can and what they won't do and what they will and won't allow into their body. So you don't have to give a granted some part of permission and go down some database into some authority. I'm sorry, but no, that, that's not working here. So but I can see it coming everywhere because... Yeah. Like even uh, our own Irish company that are kind of big in Europe, Ryanair. Uh, like I was looking at the advertisement because I'd be on the email list and it was like jab and fly. And it was like sad. Yeah, jab and go or something onto that slogan yeah. they had in the situation. And yeah, it's just disgusting. The, the actual, you know, the advert that they have on YouTube for it. Um, of course, we're getting a lot of backlash. I believe the, the if you see the thumbs up in it, uh, I only looked at it maybe two days ago. They had it was way more thumbs up, sorry, thumbs down, I should say, than thumbs up. I just showed the people are spoke. They don't want any of this kind of stuff uh, at all. And um, yeah, I can leave it here for people to actually see the the video for themselves. And just something. I mean, I, I was trying to find it, but uh, it's gone back maybe two years ago or a year ago. I was because I'd obviously you know I'm living in Poland. I was going to go back to Ireland for a trip, and I wasn't sure would I bring my son because you know I, I maybe he was five at that time, and I was looking at booking, and uh, you know the price was X amount, and then I said okay mm. maybe I bring him. The price increased for me when I was bringing my child, and I actually recorded it. Jeez. So I don't know what games they'd be playing, but yeah, like, you know, it, it's unbelievable. But I, I must dig that out. I'll try to find that and, you know, send the link do, yeah. for that so people can see, you know, what kind of dirty tricks that they do. And, you know, just kind of, you know, because you were on about the thumbs up and the thumbs down. So, so since we're on that, I'd like to just talk about, I mean, we're always kind of complaining about, you know, the shadow banning and the YouTube taking us off and everything. But of course, yeah. like we knew it's bad. Like uh, one of the guys that I'd be following in Ireland, uh, the Hub Ireland, because they're very good for helping people that have been evicted through the vulture funds and all the corruption going on there. And the guy was showing the statistics of his page. Obviously, he's got more people following him. And it's, it's like 10% of the amount of engagements this year compared to last year. So they're just totally being shadow banned. And 
like one of my guests, Steve Ferro, like the, as you know, some people will, you know, they'll give you a thumbs up and they'll give you a little comment and everything on yeah. your stuff, which all helps. And he's, he's realized that all his thumbs up comments for my stuff was gone and it, on other people as well. So he had to go in and re- so they're even removing your thumbs up because they don't want people to see that it's popular. Is, is this on Facebook? On Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like six. So, I mean, like, uh, just for people to be aware, like, we've come together, you know, we're sick of what's going on. So we're after making the, the Freedom Broadcasters. And at the moment, it's just for podcasters, but journalists as well. And our aim is to create an alternative to this because not just us, like we've seen people, I've had guests, you've had guests, obviously, you know, doctors, pharmacists, all, whether they're Facebook, their whole pages, there's one guy, he had mm. 40,000 uh, followers, the whole lot just disappeared, loads of stuff on Google and everything. So, yeah. you know, Naturopathic we have to people stop, have been deleted. you know, we have to stop saying, oh, this is bad. I know there's a VK, there's me, we, there's other things. I don't find them user friendly. So look, we're trying to create uh, an alternative and just, you know, watch the space on that one. It's interesting because the yeah that freedom broadcasters uh, that we set up and all that any of the videos I post inside that um, gone I, I go into it an hour or two later gone you've even That's checked true. it yourself you've seen them go off the screen they've just been lifted out of the screen in in uh, the Facebook page they set up for the freedom broadcasters uh, that's interesting as well <laughs> and and the same with you because we have a doctor as well as part of this Mary and yeah. hers as well have been disappeared and I was like that can't be possible so they're actually removing yeah. Yeah. your links that you've been posting of your podcasts so yeah. that just shows how bad they are they're not even telling us now about it or you know there's nothing not even come up about all oh, alleged misinformation nothing at all it's just you go back and they're not there they're simply just gone that's it yeah. <laughs> they just assume you don't go back and that's why they're probably doing it like. yeah and I mean I've seen people liked it and put thumbs up and love hearts and stuff in it and then you go back maybe a few hours or whatever later and uh, completely gone off the system and I even you know rang you one night can you check at your side maybe and just not showing up on my side here you checked and within a minute you could see not gone all, all the ones you post on just gone so and it seemed to put up is gone Mary the you know the doctor is in, in the states uh, with us as well and um, her stuff is uh, medical stuff and um, gone as well <laughs> yeah the censorship is just yeah, insanity. Just, just, unbelievable. Yeah. And I mean, I know that a lot of it is like, it's done by AI. It's, it's not obviously individuals doing they this. They have, have a formula, but you've got some stuff on the AI as well on the kind of military and... Yeah, it was just an interesting article. <laughs> yeah, the way of the future, of course. Yeah, that's the... It was just an interesting article that I had here actually from the New York Post on December 19th. And I'll read a small bit out. I'll leave a link in the description below for people, but I'll just read one or two little paragraphs out of it. The heading of the newspaper is France and China developing biologically engineered super soldiers going into the future. So it says, due to DNA manipulation, future soldiers could also be immune to disease and feelings. A recent report by the International Society for Military Ethics in Europe obtained by the Sun reveals a dystopic arena full of bionic men capable of fighting all the time. Enhanced soldiers will be reduced to bionic men who run fast, do not sleep, eat and drink very little, and can fight all the time, the report states. A new species is born, Homo robocopus. That's what they call it. <laughs> it looks, and if you see the picture on it there as well, it's something like a, like a robocop for all the world with a bit of added Terminator effect into it. So, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. better look for Sarah Connor. Sarah yeah. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, you know, dystopian future that you're, you're heading down. You know, imagine these soldier, well, super soldiers on the streets, engineered, and uh, with no feelings, can, can fight all day, all night, 
uh, and they can just keep going on uh, on autopilot. Well, I don't so, know. With the military and the police at the moment, I see a lot of the times they're beating a peaceful protesters. So I think some people actually are are at that level already without any artificial intelligence yeah. injected into them. So. Oh, there's, there's, there's plenty of those around from protests I've been to in London and the metropolitan area and all that. It's it's horrendous, some of the stuff they do. Right? They're just absolute morons that they send into this stuff, just battering people through the, through the crowds. But if you go to different parts of England, like Birmingham or other cities, people have been there to process and they said it's, it's a lot calmer so it's just London has a bit of a more vicious streak to it than some of the other cities not that it's not going on in the other cities it is as well but uh, London seems to get the, the battering of it uh, that way so that's uh, interesting as well to add to that with the, what they're developing in the background for us which has been going on for many many days anyway, but it's just interesting New York Post pl- brought it up recently Exactly. And, you know, like a lot of the stuff, it's all planned and everything. I know it isn't like a new council. There was a thing done in 2016 that uh, it was kind of, the, was it the new council forum, I think? It's oh, called? that's right. Yeah. There's, there's, um, it's been going on for last, so set up, I believe, in 2016 as well. And, um, you know, there's an article people can look for themselves in the description below. Or if they want to just go to their website and check it out for themselves. And I'm actually going to read one or two clips directly after um, their website itself. So what it is basically is, is the Council for Inclusive Capitalism with the Vatican. Sounds very fancy. And they say inside this, what their description of it is, is that we consider that inclusive capitalism is fundamentally about creating long-term value for all stakeholders, business, investors, employees, customers, governments, and communities. So if you just scroll down on the very same page on their, on their website, and it says uh, the heading is Aspirations for Systemic Change. And lo and behold, wait for this, Council members make actionable uh, commitments aligned with the World Economic Forum in Davos, of course. International business, council pillars for sustainable development creation, people, planet, principles of governance and prosperity, and that advance the United Nations sustainable development goals. In other words, Agenda 2030, because if you scroll just further under what I've just read there now as well on their website, you'll see the lovely sustainable development goals, all 17 of them there are there on the page. So the Vatican, all these organizations are working. And if you see who some of the people are actually involved in their own website, um, the usual culprit names that we've been speaking about time and time again, you have the Ford Foundation on it, uh, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, you have Merck, you have MasterCard, and lo and behold, we just spoke about them, you have Johnson & Johnson. And there's many, many more uh, involved in that as well. So this is the way they are shaping society. And, you know, People thinking, you know, that the Pope is great and he's this and that. He's involved in all this stuff. The Agenda 2030, they, they're all in on this uh, game to where they want to take humanity to, well, this dystopian, but selling it as a utopian um, place that people can go. So it's it's insanity. But that was just an interesting um, clip as well that I came across as well that's been highlighted again uh, in articles, but as I say, it's been going on for the last couple of years that they've been involved um, in that as well. The Pope is, is no better, so he's far from any angel. And like we, uh, if you if you're not aware of Agenda 2030, we we both have Sandy Adams on who goes mm-hmm. into detail, and it's actually interesting. So just check our previous episodes, and you'll see. You know, she she goes, she's been studying that for a few years, and you know, explains it in great detail. Yeah, yeah. Sandy's very well uh, versed in Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. And if anybody wants to check her out, just type in SandyAdams.uk, spelled S-A-N-D-I-A-D-A-M-S.uk. And uh, it's worth checking out if you are or happen to be new to what Agenda 21 slash Agenda 2030 is. She breaks it down in sort of a basic concept to get people to understand it without using big jargon words and all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, worth checking it out. So we had her both on our podcast and, uh, yeah, she's very yeah, well. We can get the links for our podcast as well on the description yeah. below. So, yeah. just, you know, if you're interested in uh, 
and listen exactly so, exactly like what we what i mean i know we were going to t- talk about uh like amazon and all that but we'll actually do that next week and um, because the, i think the, the, yeah there's a lot in it um, yeah. but regarding the freedom broadcasters as well telegram is very good for us so we've set up a telegram group so we'll put that in the link as well so if you're on telegram basically start following us and when we put up stuff, you'll see it because a lot of the time you get stuff fresh and, you know, we're, we're actually trying to ring fence everything to make sure that, you know, we're not putting out uh, fake information. So we're trying to make sure we're getting it for reliable sources. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And like I said, because on the last uh, podcast we had done, I think it was nearly two weeks ago or so at this stage, we, um, we said we're going to talk about the food and all that. And so it's, it's, it's funny in a sense that the day we said in that podcast, we're going to talk about about 24 hours later or so here in England, they talk about the food shortages because of the, you know, they close off all the borders because all the alleged new strain has just miraculously come out of our arse. And um, now we have a new strain of the virus to worry about. So they stopped all the, the truckers in France coming through the borders and all this kind of stuff. So there was mayhem over that as well. But it was actually stuff before that we were going to go into. So I think there's so much information on, on the Amazon stuff and, and uh, this kind of food shortage regards the soybean situation all that across a southern american place across the world that we'll just do uh one on that alone that'll just literally uh be concerning those two topics is the amazon and um and food uh shortage in that we'll do we'll do a separate podcast just on those two topics alone no perfect yeah so i i think we've uh yeah we uh we we've reached our kind of half hour mark so yeah, unless nice short one for this week yeah no that was pretty much just a little kind of quick short one for this, this week i mean the information is coming in uh, by the hour nearly i've just a whole stack full of information here. i've just i've just packed up one side and more parked up one side I should say, at the moment um it's just so much of it to get through and uh yeah we'll hopefully have a lot more and better even information we can go to next week on, on the podcast as well but i would say we'll try and get into other one before our usual weekly show next week and try and get the Amazon and the food uh, one in as well, kind of a couple of days beforehand. Perfect. Yeah. So you'll find uh, Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We're on BitChute. We're on YouTube. We both have a LinkedIn uh, tree as well, and we've got a donation box. So if you like what you're doing, you can actually, you know, get us a, a coffee or a beer. It all helps because uh, we're dedicating full time to this now at the moment. And as I said, on the Freedom Broadcasters, it's freedombroadcasters.com. We'll have the links for that as well. So be sure to follow us. And we'd like to wish you and the listeners, you know, thanks for uh, giving us the support all through the the year. And we'll bring you a lot more uh, stuff next year. So happy new year. And until until next year, you'll get plenty more. Take care. Happy new year. See you then. There's a time.